0: Podcast. Now this will be a once a month thing, right here on SoundCloud. You'll be getting a lengthy discussion from me about subjects I want to talk about. This will be a once a month thing. So uh, I'll put links to my social media and stuff down below so you can keep up with to date with what's going on. And on this episode today, we are discussing the top twenty albums of 2017, in my opinion. Obviously, uh, hand of my heart, didn't do this for another podcast, but. That podcast has since been terminated, so I'm doing it for myself now. So uh, I think we shouldn't waste any more time. Let's get straight into the list. Coming in at number 20, it's, an, it's actually an album I only started listening to this year in 2018. found it completely by accident. Uh, I was looking for a song called Make Out Party by Green Day because I like trying to try and learn a guitar to it. And I came across a band called Makeout. And their album, *The Good Life*. Now, this album caught me a little bit by surprise. I didn't, I, I accidentally clicked on it while again uh, looking for a Green Day song, and I was like, "Oh, this, this is actually quite good." It's uh, kind of for your teenage pop punk fans. I'd definitely say, uh, definitely a really fun album. I wouldn't say it's like up there with the like god tier albums of uh, twenty seventeen, but. I'd definitely say that this album is just fun. It makes great uh kinda background music if you're wanna to listen to something while doing something else and if you need a little bit of a tune-up, it's great for that as well, I'd say. Uh, definitely an album you should check out. Uh great songs like Lisa, you've got Crazy and I forgot to make notes on other songs. Like like, like I said, I've only just started listening to this. But it is a really, really, really fun album which I think you should check out. Uh came out sometime in 2017, don't know the exact date, but uh, if you're a pop punk fan and you're into the kind of waster, slash, neck deep kind of side, but you like the lighter stuff, this is definitely for you. At number 19. We have While She Sleeps with You Are We Now. I had the awesome privilege to see these guys live at the start of February. So the start of this month. And Jesus, they were absolutely phenomenal. Played uh, most of the songs off this album and every song sounded absolutely massive. Uh, supported by two more bands that we're going to get to into further on in this list. But uh, they were... Well, she's absolutely phenomenal, and this album is absolutely brilliant as well. You've got songs like Hurricane, obviously the big one, uh, Silence Speaks, the title track You Are We, we've got a few other songs, again, I, I keep on doing this, I keep on forgetting to note down other songs that I really enjoyed of this album, uh, but this is a great metal album, uh, I'd say, definitely one of the, well, obviously it's in the top 20, so I'd say one of the best metal albums to come out this, uh, last year, sorry. And by a great band, I know they've got a really, really uh, amazing audience that helped them put out this album independently, which was awesome. Uh, it's always good when bands come out from uh, problems with record labels and come out stronger for it because sometimes you see bands and they come out and they seem a little bit flustered and the album slowly kind of digs their grave, which is really, really sad, but uh... while she sleeps have came out on the other end and they've came out better for it and especially after releasing this album coming in at number eighteen we have a band a scottish band i believe this might be oh no sorry it's one of two scottish bands on the list uh... it's with no grave but the sea now this uh my music genre tastes are a little bit varied. I look a little bit of uh everything. This took me completely by surprise. Obviously I've I heard of Ale storm because I was at Download last year and obviously they were playing and they got talked about because they had like people down on the ground rowing. Uh, because pirates obviously. Uh and I was like, damn, I need to check out these guys. Uh unfortunately missed them when they played uh a week ago at in Glasgow, which I was kind of gutted about, but uh, this album is, is, if you're looking for an album that doesn't take itself seriously at all, it is just an absolute laugh. Go and listen to this, and not only that, the deluxe version has a version where every song is sung, uh, every song is sung by a dog. Doesn't make sense, but it's brilliant, so I thoroughly uh, Encourage you to check this album out. Coming in at number seventeen, we have Stone Sour with Hydrogad. Now this album, I like, I wasn't expecting a lot of, cause I'm like I like some of the hits from Stone Sour, like I like 30, 3150 I like uh, Do Me a Favor, I like Absolute Zero. You know, I can I kind of like the hits here and there, but uh, I thought you know what, I like Slipknot, I like Corey Taylor. I'll give this album a try, and Jesus, it blew out any expectation I had of it. I mean, that was probably me underestimating uh, Stone Sour compared to them overachieving because they are a fantastic band. Uh, obviously, this was the first album without Jim Root, a fellow member of Slipknot, with Cody Taylor, and you know, it, I had a few people wondering, "Oh, is it going to be the same?" It it was really awesome, and again, better than what I was expecting. Uh, Re I get it, just a really solid metal album. I really, really enjoy it. Coming in at number sixteen we have Eka Vandal with the self titled album. Now this band Uh took me completely by surprise. I was seeing a band called Frank Hart and the Rattlesnakes, who we'll get into a little bit later on this list. Uh back in December last year, so very late on last year, and uh they had these people supporting now. I was I don't know what to think when I was listening to this band because it was a mix of absolutely everything. Like you had uh, some kind of Skindred moments, some Corn moments, some No Doubt moments. You had some Linkin Park moments that drew from really different areas of the rock and metal genre, and it made it work. Like I've had to describe it, probably be a mix between No Doubt and like Skindred. Like, if you kind of merge those bands, you get what Eka Vandal is, and I think that's really, really unique, because it was a sound that I wasn't really familiar with, but at the same time, I've grown to love it, like, this is, uh, they are becoming one of my favourite breakout bands, obviously another great band from Australia, not only do they have the most beautiful people, they have the most talented as well, apparently, so, uh, well done to them, (laughs) uh, I genuinely can't wait for what they do next. I'm praying they come back to the UK at some point. I know they're doing uh, festival runs just now. So hopefully we get to see them at like a download or uh, I hope they don't go to Reading because that might make me go. Coming in at number 15 we have Motionless In White with Graveyard Shift. Now this was a band I actually forgot I liked which is weird to say it's just I hadn't listened to them in so long. Maybe about Two or three years, like I hadn't listened to them since uh, *Reincarnate* came out, and I was like, "Oh damn, what the, what the hell have they been up to?" Like I know, uh, Chris Motionless has kind of done stuff in his own. He's kind of done stuff with uh, Ash Castello from *New Year's Day*, which, oh my god, I got to interview her once, and that was awesome. But uh, uh, yeah, so I was, I was really. Anticipating would be maybe the right word what they were going to do on this album and damn <laughs> it's a really heavy sort of like a like I kind of call music for what it is it's kind of a emo slash scene band like it's got s- stuff with like like a topic that I'm kind of uncomfortable with but the music is so good that I that I still enjoy it anyway like uh, the songs Dennis fuck two talking about weird necrophilic kind of stuff. I was I was like I don't really enjoy that but uh at the same time I really enjoyed uh the rest of them songs like uh Rats, Necessary Evil, Soft. Uh really, really enjoyed them plus they were amazing live got to see them in January, which was epic. Uh supported by Ice Nine Kills in Cane Hill, I believe. So they were they were both awesome. Uh this, See a really really solid uh, sort of metal. I I I'm I'm not the best with genre names. Is, is it metalcore? I don't know. Uh, but again, a really really great brand, and I genuinely forgot I enjoyed their music. Coming in at number fourteen, we have Anti Flag. With American Fall. Now, uh, my preferred genre. I've had to pick one to listen to for the rest of my life would be. Punk. Like, not pop-punk, not, kind of, like, stuff like that. It'd be straight-up punk music, because, I don't know, I like that, because it lights a fire, and it talks about, kind of, political stuff, like, uh, I don't know, bands like, uh, Billy Talent, uh, Rise Against Who, again, we'll get into later on this list, and maybe to an extent Architects, as well, would be included on my punk list, because they... Punk, for me, is something that, uh creates uh what do you call it? Like uh goes against whatever's going on like if, like if for me a big one is like politics and stuff like uh songs by like architects like uh um no not uh, like a match made in heaven with all the whale fishing and stuff like that. And uh songs like uh Naysayer I'd say it's probably a quite good punk song. At its roots, and then you've got Billy Talent with songs like uh Kingdom of the Sod, uh Viking Death March, stuff like that. But this album is uh, great for every kind of punk fan in 2017. Uh I really, really enjoyed the song Liar and a few others. Again, I totally forgot to note down some names because I'm stupid, but uh this album is absolutely fantastic. So I didn't uh, if you enjoy your punk Music and even to an extent, if you enjoy pop punk, give this a shot because I say this is a good transition if you try to get into the kind of punk scene. Anti Flag is probably your band to go to, maybe Bella Talent as well. Coming in at unlucky number 13, we got Lorna and Atlantis with Safe in Sound. Now, Lorna and Atlantis are a band that I don't really know where they stand because they had that amazing album Changing Tune, uh, which followed up their debut album, I think, I think that was their second album and the sky seemed the limit for them but somewhere along the along the way of the self-titled album and now this, they seem to have hot a ceiling which is really unfortunate because the music they're bringing out still is absolutely brilliant, like this album is phenomenal uh, I I, like, I still tipped them for big things although whether that happens now or not is completely up to them, I guess, and with the way the public receives them. But this album is absolutely awesome. Got some quality tracks like Had Enough and uh work for it, songs like that. I really, really enjoyed this album. Coming in at number twelve, we have Rome with great hides and node styles. Now I believe, apart from Out," which was added really, really late this is my first straight up pop punk album on this list uh, until Out took the number 20 spot and like I really really enjoyed this album but it came out at a, I'd say an unfortunate time for them because it came out I think the week or like the second week after Nick Deep released their album I think if it came out before it maybe would have been a little bit on a better footing, but Uh still a really, really, really sh- solid album from uh, the guys in Rome. If you like your pop punk, you're going to enjoy it, so uh, definitely go and give it a listen too. Coming in at number 11 is Knucklepuck with Shapeshifter. And again, I'm going to basically repeat what I just said for Rome. If you like this album, uh, definitely go and give it a listen Two, because uh you've got great songs like gone everyone lies to me want me around, I really like plastic brains as well, but uh and obviously the one of the singles double helix that was great as well uh again, just a, a solid pop punk album it took up to number twelve, but we got uh two pop punk albums in a row, which. I don't know, if you know me, might not be the biggest surprise, so, yeah. Right, I know I've been kind of rhyming off the 20 to 11 uh, half of the list quite fast, but that's because it was uh, bands that, you know, I wasn't kind of into, but uh, now we're getting into the top 10, and this is bands that I know and can actually talk about now. So coming in at number 10 is Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes with Modern Ruin. Now I want to take you back to 2016 November end of the year and I was going to a gig to see a band I've kind of supported for years called Dead, Uh, definitely go and check them out. And they were supporting a band called Frank Hart and the Rattlesticks. Now, I'm a wrestling fan, so I knew one of their songs thanks to uh, NXT, it was one of the theme songs for it. Uh, the song called uh, Devil Inside Me. And so I was like, okay, you know, I'll stick around. I know one of their songs, I'll enjoy it. And what happened that night was absolutely phenomenal. They turned me from, oh, I like one of these songs to, Oh my God! This band is one of the best live bands you can see live, and it was right before they released uh, Modern Ruin. I think yeah, they toured in November. It came out in January. So again, I, uh, I, if you don't know, I do YouTube videos as well. On my top, I only did a top five in 2016, but uh, in my top five, I said uh, Panic at the Disco kind of suffered from releasing in January because people had a whole year to listen to it kinda of got used to it by the end. And I think the same maybe happened with Frank Carter, which is an absolute shame because this album is insanely good. Not only good recorded, it's even better live. Uh they're releasing a live album soon, which is awesome. And uh this album it from start to finish is like it the if I had to choose one word to describe it, it'd probably be nuts. It's absolutely nuts. Uh a little bit more soft than the debut Blossom album. Which I was kinda like, ah, oh, it's 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 not as heavy, it's not as good all the kinda usual morning But when I actually had time to sit down and digest this album I fell in love with it. Uh I think what really drew me into the album was uh, the song Jackals, which, albeit, is only, like, what, a minute, a minute and a half long, but it's so high-paced and intense that, you know, it, 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 it draws you in. It feels like an absolutely brilliant song for a minute and a half of, like, craziness. But then you've got the, like, the like the actual full length songs on the album like uh, well, obviously they got the, date, the title track Modern Ruin, you've got Lullaby you've got Wildflowers you've got songs like uh, God Is My Friend oh my god love that song uh, this album I definitely listen to it throughout the entirety of 2017 which I never really do for albums like if I listen to an album, I listen to it for like a month straight, then forget about it, then come back. This was in every playlist, every kind of listening session for an entire year which I, which, it, I don't know, I think in this day and age it takes a lot for something to kind of stay in your mind for an entire year like, uh, look at the way, uh, again this is, totally off topic, but look at the way uh, memes kinda happen, like they come up and go away within like a month. Uh, This album it sticks around for the entire year and it is really not surprising why. It's an absolutely solid album which you should definitely check out. Coming in at number 9 we have Seaway with Vacation Now. Again, I wasn't the biggest fan of Seaway so I'm not going to talk about this album for a lot a long time even but I think this album was is, is really really good really 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 good uh, if you, again if you like again I feel like I'm just repeating what I said for Roman knuckle Punk, but if you really enjoy your pop punk you're going to enjoy this again uh got absolutely brilliant songs on it like apartment I really like London, Curse Me Out is Great, Misery and You, Scatter My Ashes Along the Coast and Forty Over. Really, really like those songs. Coming in at number eight and It's the Nick Deep Rejects. It's Waster. Now I made that joke because it's a joking like, kinda UK pop punk scene that Waster just uh another version of Nick Deep but I think that does them a really, really, really big injustice because this album, there, Red, Green, or In Between, is one of the best, not only pop punk albums, one of the best albums to come out last year. Uh, you've got absolutely brilliant songs like Penultimate. Uh, you've got. So- I am terrible. I'm actually looking up on my phone right now because I am terrible with song names. Uh, you've got Fruit, Footprints, Featherweight, Longest Smiles, The the Casket the last Ride, punchline like the whole album is just like a masterclass and i believe i'm going to double check this right now cuz again why do research before when you can do it on air like an idiot yeah i believe this was their debut album uh so to pull this out of the bag straight away uh it speaks volumes of what they're going to do in the future uh definitely check them out if you can highly recommend probably in terms of uh, pop-punk this is the second best pop-punk album to come out last year so definitely go and check it out coming in at the magnificent number seven which is my favourite number uh... we have probably by sheer coincidence or maybe not maybe i was thinking about it in the back of my mind, somewhere, coming at number seven is the La Fontaines with Common Problem, the second and unfortunately last Scottish band on this list. Now, I I got into the La Fontaines because of uh, some friends uh, that I used to do a radio show with. They came back from I think was it Belladrum? I think it may be Belladrum. And they came back raving about this band that they were amazing, fantastic uh they played two of the songs from the debut album they played uh under the storm and uh, junior dragon uh from the debut album class though I really enjoyed the songs, so of course, I kinda kept tabs with them uh ended up seeing them live when uh I lived up in Aberdeen, which was awesome. Uh, I got to interview them as well, which is great and they really pull something out in live shows, because I've now seen them live four times. One of them was at Download Festival, and they, they really they draw out an energy from you, which is great, and you can hear it in these songs as well. You've got songs like Common Problem. You've got songs like Asleep, Armor. Uh, I'm trying to think. I am terrible. you got Hang Fire, Torture. Torture's probably my favourite song on the album. And ah oh man, this this band can go places. Like I maybe in Scotland, like the way Biffy headline things like Tea in the Park and Transmit and stuff. That will be the laugh on one day, because they they have a such uh can of unique. Well, I I say unique. It's unique to them. Like the way they do the rapping and singing and stuff. It's awesome. So, if can indie, rap (laughs) is your thing, then go check out the Laughing Tens. Coming in at number six, we have Counterfeit with "Together We Are Stronger." Now I got recommended this band by my good friend Andrew Davidson from uh, "This Is a Curse" podcast. So go and check him out. I will link him down in the description. Love the man, and he was like, here, I, we got given these because he, he does uh, freelancing for Already Heard. He got given uh, promo material for this album he was like, here, you should check this out when it comes out. You'll love this. So I was like, okay. Like, if I personally get recommended music. I always check it out eventually. And uh, <laughs> this, this album blew away what I was expecting. Apparently uh, the one of the band members was kind uh, of movie star or something. I like. I knew nothing about this band, so I had uh, no kind of preceding loyalty to anything, and they have quickly became one of my favourite bands. I uh, got to see them support While Sleeps. Uh, I mentioned that back at the start of the podcast. And they were insane. Uh, definitely expect big things from them. Of course, this was their debut album, and they have absolutely killed Uh, you've got songs like washed out for the thrill of it, close to your chest, as you're untitled, lost everything, addiction, enough. Like this song, this album even, is absolutely great. Like uh, Again, I can't recommend it enough. Uh, Definitely go and check them out if you can. Right, now we're at the real business end. The top five from 2017. Now I'll, I'll admit before we get into the top five uh this was the hardest uh, list I've done ever uh like the amount of albums I listened to last year was <laughs> phenomenal uh so I just wanna uh get some shout outs for albums that didn't make the list. But we're still really, really good. So you've got Broadside with Paradise. You've got Evanescence with Synthesis. You've got Trivium with the Sin and the Sentence. You've got As It Is with OK. Surprisingly All Time Low with uh The Last Young Renegade. Uh surprisingly really like that album. Didn't really understand why. you uh, you got the with their self titled. You got Lincoln Park with one more light, obviously, in lights of the events of last year, that album became uh, phenomenally uh, popularized popularized let's go for that and yeah they, it was great uh, uh... it was great that they got the publicity not the great that chester passed away uh... you got the homeless gospel choir with presents normal uh... surprisingly really like the paramount album as well uh... papa roach with crooked teeth malroy and obviously uh... mikey now left uh Malaroy Knox which is kinda gone. I never got a chance to see them with Mikey so uh the front bottom just going great really really enjoyed that uh albeit not enough to put it in my top twenty but uh, I get another really great band to go see live so go if you can and yeah that'll do it for my shout outs and one more thing before we get into the top Five, I wanna give my two nominations for worst album of the year. <laughs> no, these are the two bands that I used to adore, like I would fight to the death for them. kind of thing no it's it's really sad to see how they may have fallen uh and th- again, this is my opinion, feel free to disagree, but the two albums I'm gonna nominate for worst album of the year and there's gonna be a poll you can vote for which album was worse so I want you to click on which one was worse if you wanna say oh this one was better vote for the other one so the two albums are gonna nominate is You Me At Six with Night People and Paris with All We Know Of Heaven All We Need Of Hell now I'll start off with uh, You Me At Six because they had one saving grace in this album and that was the title track. And I, I really enjoyed the title track. So I was kind of getting my hype. Like, oh my god, they're going to come back. They're going to be amazing. And then the album tanked. Which I was really gutted about. Because I, I was hyped for like a a, rev, a revival of You Me At Six. So uh, kind of sad to see it go down like that. But uh, yeah, let me know what you thought about it. And the comments and on Facebook, Twitter, stuff and stuff like that. But the one I was really, really gutted about was Paris, because their debut album, White Noise, is amazing. It's an amazing album. Uh, even when they brought out the special tracks like You and I, it was like it, it sounded arena-worthy kind of thing. And then they brought out this, and I have never been more disappointed in them, because I was waiting for it to kind of reach the heights of White Noise and it it didn't. It it didn't even reach like oh this is good but it's not quite white noise level. It just it it tanked worse than you Mate Six did which is like like in my reviews kinda thing, I put this below Nickelback's latest album. Just to put that in perspective. So uh yes, please let me know what you thought of the Paris and you Mate Six albums. Uh I believe they were the two worst to come out last year. And not including all the pop albums, This is in the rock and metal and everything like that. And the indie scenes, I guess. Uh, But we're moving into my top five of last year. Now, this is where I'm getting excited because I had a real tough time picking this top five. They moved about constantly. So, coming in at number five is Inter Shikari with The Spark now uh, for those of you that don't know me in real life I love Enter Shikari. I got an Enter Shikari tattoo at the start of the year actually and I was so hyped for this album like I like to put in perspective actually uh, my favourite Shikari album to this day is still The Sweep, so as much as I love old Shikari, I I really enjoy the new Shikari stuff. And I was kinda excited where they were gonna go for this, because obviously they released in between uh the Minesweep and the Spark, they released Hoodwinker and Supercharge. So I was really curious at which way they were gonna go. I wanted more of a Hoodwinker side, we got more of a uh supercharged side, which I'm not upset about. <laughs> In any way, shape, or form, because we still got some absolutely banging songs. We have got the sights live outside. You've got take my country back. Airfield is an emotional, very heartfelt song, and I loved it. You got rabble rouser. Then I don't really like the shinrin yoku. I don't really get that song. Uh, then you got. Then it kind of picks back up with Undercover Agents, The Revolt of the Atoms, and old to jigsaw pieces, and then it starts and ends with, uh, kind of little instrumental songs. But for me, it, I think this shows, uh, should carry some worth in, uh, modern music, because this is the band that constantly evolve, constantly reinvent themselves, and to date, they haven't brought out any piece of music that's bad in my opinion obviously and again this is a band that kinda flirts with a line of punk music but they do it in their own very 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 unique way which i think is like. obviously i kind of made a joke earlier about waste or kind of copying and deep but you don't get bands these days that come out and do stuff original very often and then it's carry constantly do it even though they could Easily just kind of play safe to their usual sound. They constantly evolve and reinvent themselves as a different band with each album, and you can see that in each album as well. So I think The Spark, albeit not the best Shikari album, is still a fantastic album. But fact, by saying it's not the best Shikari album, just showed you what kind of company it's with. Coming in at number four we have neck deep with the peace and the panic Now this was the long-awaited follow-up to "Life's not out to get you so eyes were on neck deep for this album and albeit i don't think it was the best album and uh, trust me it was hard not putting them as because i'm a massive neck deep fan uh got to give the nod to them, they would really really done well. I think they uh, beat everyone's expectations of what they were gonna do on this album because uh, everyone was from what I was hearing were like oh they're not gonna beat Life's Not Out To Get You, that's just a modern classic it, they're not gonna do better than that ever again and I again I don't think this is as good as Life's Not Out To Get You, which is Gotten to say because you obviously want bands to keep getting better and better, but I don't think there's much in it. To be honest with you, you've got songs like Motion Sickness, Happy Judgment Day, The Grand Delusion, Parachute, and Bloom. Don't wait with Sam Goddamn Carter from Architects. Oh, I love that song so much. Uh, Critical mistake. Wish you were here. Heavy lies. Ninety seventy something. And where do we go when we go? Uh, this this album it it kills it absolutely doesn't again it's a must have for the pop punk lovers in the world uh like I said though it doesn't quite live up to last night to get you, but that's not an insult That's a compliment to how good that album was, and this album, in my opinion, it just misses the mark like uh. I don't know, just something about listening to get you, but this album, t- like, take nothing away from it. this album's phenomenally good. Right, now, now we get into the podium positions. The top three. Jesus, like, I got Nick Deep and energy Cardo, they were solid at four and five, respectively. This top three changed about ten to twenty times. In the space of two months. And coming in at number three, we have Creeper with Eternity in your arms. Now I'll admit <laughs> didn't really listen to Creeper at the start of the year. And by the end of it, I was a massive fan. Like what really sold me on them was uh it Download, uh believe it or not. Uh the Oh, did they open the main stage? They either opened or were, like, the second band on the main stage on the Saturday, I think it was. Because I don't think they... It was the first day. I think it was the second day. And they absolutely killed it. It was uh, just after the Orlando shooting, and they they even admitted we weren't going to play this, but uh, they closed with I choose to live. And... Hearing that, uh, I'm gonna say this right now. I'm, they're gonna do arenas because uh, their their stage show alone deserves to be on a on like a absolutely massive stage just to see what they could do. Because even with the like limited stage presence they have at places like the O2 ABC and places of similar size, they still brought an absolutely amazing production. Uh, to the live show, which only enhanced how good this album was, because you've got songs like Black Rain, Poison Pen, Suzanne, Hiding with the Boys, Misery, Down Below, Room 309, Crickets, which is, oh my god, I love Crickets. Best song on the album, by far. you got Darling, We're Noir Forever, and I Choose to Live, like I said, uh, what they close with it, download. And this this band is, is going to go places It's keeping the new Grave scene alive in a way that's disguising the fact they are a new Grave band, which, I don't know, I think that takes some down by them. so, well done, Creeper, but unfortunately, you're only third, which is, like, if this released any other year, it would be number one, probably, in my opinion. Coming in at number two is a band that I think get overlooked time and time again when it comes to how good uh, music they bring out, and that band is Rise Against with their album Wolves. Now, hand in my heart, I love Rise Against. I think they're an amazing band. Still, we see them live, but I'm sure they absolutely kill it. On this album, you've got songs like Wolves, House on Fire, The Violence, Welcome to the Breakdown, Far From Perfect, Bullshit. You've got Politics of Love, Parts Per Million, Morning in America, How Many Walls, A Miracle. Now, for the way the world was in 2017, I think this album was the best album that tackled the topics around it. Uh, obviously, you had the election of Trump, which I think may have been inspired bullshit and "Morning in America. But then you got songs that talk to you on a personal level, like far from perfect, and Politics of Love and stuff like that. This album is so good, and this is from a band that gets so overlooked when it comes to how good a music they brought out. Like, uh, I'll be doing a top ten of all time, in my opinion, which I've again I've done before, but I want to re-enhance it because it's changed a little bit. And the Rise Against are up there. Spoiler, alert. Uh I think maybe because they don't do kind of the radio-friendly stuff that you get overlooked time and time again. But if you sit down and listen to how important this band is with the songs they write they just get so overlooked and it's so unfair on them because they're so good and after all I just said about Rise Against they still only came second second to a band that over the past year and a bit I have absolutely fallen in love with Uh, this is a band that Again, big things, arenas, anything they want, they can have. They've already been on tour with bands like While She Sleeps. And the goddamn Prophets of Rage. So they've shared the stage with Tom Morello. just let that sink in a little bit. I am, of course, talking about my number one from 2017. And that is Blood Youth with Beyond Repair. Now... If you're looking for an example of what music should be, this is it. In my in my humble opinion. Uh I I'm trying to think of words to say that will do this album justice and nothing comes to mind because this album is exceptional. Uh for me not a bad song on the album which is a big plus, it needs to have that to make it into the best of all time and to just think they've only put out EPs before this was their debut album and they bring out this like Jesus, it was like when I'm trying to think of an example and they're not coming to mind wait I I I don't know what I can say to do this album justice. you just have to go and listen to it because for me the way they they just hold their craft like the sounds that uh the guitarist again. I don't know his name, but the the way he brings out the sounds from guitar, oh my! It's very Tom Morello esque. You kind of uh, look at it, and a kind of take a step back, look, and you're know, like, you can see where they got the influences from, but there's. Absolutely amazing stuff. Like, I'm trying to pick one, and again, I'm gonna to have to run through them all. It's Making Waves, What I'm Running From, Savannah, Parasite, I Remember, Reason to Stay, Pulling Teeth, Buying Time, Bliss, and Man Made Disaster. Like, when I first listened to it, I was like, okay. Like, I knew it was special, but uh... when it got to Bliss, I was like, alright, this is a great way for the album to end. And then the punch came in from Man Made Disaster. You, like, it takes so many different turns and everything, it's it's just a phenomenal album, and it, I, I think it was the best of 2017. Feel free to disagree. Uh, remember, uh, this will be a once a month show, so uh, please stay tuned. Uh, next month, I will be doing my top 10 albums of all time, so come back for that uh remember to go check out my facebook twitter instagram all the all the good stuff go check out my youtube channel as well if you're into more gaming stuff uh there will be a list and podcast about gaming in the coming months so uh stay tuned for that if you're into that kind of stuff and i will thank you for listening and i'll see you next time